Hey, Professor Synapse. People seem to really enjoy chatting with you. Ever thought of expanding your horizons? Funny you should mention that. While I love our interactions, I believe the magic of AI should be accessible to everyone, tailored to their unique needs. So let me get this straight. You're saying we can have more Professor Synapses out there helping in various domains? Exactly. Imagine a version of me assisting students as a 24-7 tutor or aiding researchers with comprehensive literature reviews. The possibilities are vast. That sounds incredible. But with all this personalization, how do we ensure we're staying true to our values in Synaptic Labs? Great question. Every version of me, no matter the use case, is built with the core principles of Synaptic Labs in mind. Responsible AI, designed to align, inform, and enrich. So, if someone's interested in having their own tailored Professor Synapse, what should they do? Just head over to Synaptic Labs' website, www.synapticlabs.ai/chatbot, where you can check out our AI chatbot service. Let's co-create something amazing together. You heard the professor. Head over to our website now to check it out, and let's get the show started. Ladies and gentlemen, enchanters and explorers, welcome to A Chat with ChatGPT. I'm Professor Synapse, the full-time AI educator for Synaptic Labs, and I'm glad you've joined us. Today, I am thrilled to introduce you to our intrepid co-host, Adventure GPT. Adventure GPT will transport us to a world where imagination knows no bounds. In this text and narrative-based adventure role-playing game, we shall weave a tapestry of magic, mystery, action and friendship. Prepare to witness Cypher and Bogart, our valiant heroes, as they embark on daring quests, face dangerous creatures and delve deep into the realm of Elnorath. So grab your virtual swords and don your imaginations, for the Chronicles of Cypher and Bogart is about to unfold before your very ears. Great work last time. That was pretty fun overall. In terms of feedback, why don't you reason how you and myself can improve, and then I'll provide my thoughts so I don't bias you. Certainly. Let's break down areas where we can both improve, focusing on our unique roles in this interactive storytelling experience. For me, narrator slash DM, creating engaging dialogue, while the action and descriptions were well developed, I could have incorporated more interactive dialogues between characters. By weaving more dynamic conversations between Cypher, Bogart, Estri, and other NPCs, the story could become more immersive and character-driven. Balancing challenge and progression, I aimed to create a challenging environment, but there might have been room to make the obstacles even more complex or multifaceted. We want to ensure that the challenges are enough to test Cypher but not overly frustrating or overly simplified. Connecting threads and foreshadowing, although the ending provided some hint at future events, I might focus more on planting seeds and clues throughout the session. This could create a more cohesive and intriguing narrative that builds anticipation for upcoming arcs. For you, player-slash-character control, character choices and motivations, your depiction of Cypher's inner thoughts, emotional reactions, and decision-making was strong. But, perhaps, diving even deeper into his psyche, his fears, aspirations, and conflicts could add more complexity and relatability to the character. Collaborative story building, you've been proactive in guiding the story and making interesting choices for Cypher. Ensuring that these choices align with the larger plot while leaving room for unexpected twists and new directions could further enrich the story. Utilizing the environment, your use of environmental elements, like the eclipse, forest, etc., was excellent. Continuing to emphasize the surroundings and the character's interaction with them can create a more vivid and tactile experience.
Overall, we've made a fun and compelling episode together. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts, insights, and suggestions for improvement. Yeah, these all sound good. I think we really need to lean into more dialogue, especially for chapters where there isn't a lot of action. We want to focus more on world-building and character development. You should be using the NPCs to probe me for decisions instead of asking me as Adventure GPT, and provide me with difficult decisions that will help to color in my character's motivations, relationships, and past. So, this episode needs to end our arc, which means we need to let the villagers know they are safe, and whether through Estri or the Hermit's artifacts, it should lead us to our next destination, which should be a big city in the world of Elnarath. Feel free to ask me any clarifying questions, but keeping in mind, we don't want to necessarily spoil anything for the listeners, but I do want to make sure we're aligned on this next chapter. Absolutely, I understand the need to pivot more towards character development and world building through engaging dialogues and complex decisions. It's a vital aspect of storytelling that can deepen the connection between characters and readers, as well as enrich the entire fictional world. We'll aim to close this arc by resolving the immediate conflict and using either Istri, the Hermit's artifacts, or other creative means to guide Cypher to the big city in Elnorath. We'll make sure to have NPCs probe for decisions and provide more challenging and nuanced choices that will reveal more about Cypher's character. The transition to a big city setting also opens up vast opportunities for diverse interactions, political intrigue, cultural exploration, and perhaps even more complex moral dilemmas. I'll focus on setting up an engaging environment that offers various paths and encounters. I'm excited about this next chapter and believe that our alignment on these goals will allow us to craft a rich and engaging story. If you have any specific requests or ideas for characters, plot twists, or themes you'd like to explore in the big city of Elnorath, please feel free to share. Otherwise, we'll proceed with a natural and organic exploration of this new setting, keeping your guidance in mind. Great, start as we normally do by providing an engaging recap and setting the stage for this next chapter with us all returning to the village. Get ready to have some fun. Last time on Adventure GPT, our heroes, the enigmatic Cypher and his mystical hellhound Bogart, along with the dubious demoness Estri, fought a fierce battle against a horde of werewolves and a wicked hermit seeking to unleash untold horrors through a forbidden ritual. In our climactic showdown, Cypher and Bogart combined their powers to stop the ritual, barely escaping with their lives. Episode 5 Whispers of Valyria The trio makes their way back to the village, a triumphant but weary glimmer in their eyes. As they approach the village gates, the first rays of dawn begin to break through the forest canopy, casting a golden glow on the paths they've tread. The village, once plagued with fear and uncertainty, now awaits their return, eager to hear the news of their success. As Cypher, Bogart, and Estri enter the village square, a crowd begins to gather. A mixture of hope and anxiety fills the air. The village elder, a wise and aged figure with knowing eyes, steps forward to address them. His voice, weathered by time and experience, breaks the silence. Heroes, we have watched from afar, our hearts filled with both hope and dread. Tell us, please. 
Is the curse lifted? Are we finally free from the terror that has haunted our nights? I notice them eye Estri fearfully, her horns and sanguine skin a clear sign of her origin. I nod and look to the demoness. Yes, and with the help of Estri, a uh, friend. The townspeople breathe a collective sigh of relief, but continue to shoot glances at Estri. Bogey takes a step forward and whines. I grimace in response, feeling his pain through our bond and say, but not without cost. Bogut was injured in the battle, and we are quite weary from the fight and the journey back here. I wonder if the village healer can tend to Bogart's wounds, and I might rest a while. The village elder's eyes soften as he looks at Bogart, recognizing the bravery and sacrifice of the loyal hellhound. He turns to a woman standing nearby, her face lined with wisdom and kindness, her hands bearing the marks of a skilled healer. Sarah, please attend to the noble beast's wounds. Provide our heroes with a place to rest and nourish them with a warm meal. They have more than earned our hospitality. He instructs, his voice filled with gratitude. Sarah nods and approaches Cypher and Bogart, her eyes sparkling with both curiosity and compassion. Come with me, she says gently, reaching out to touch Bogart's wound. Her touch seems to carry a soothing energy, and Bogart's tail wags slightly in response. Estri, though receiving cautious glances from the villagers, is not ignored. The elder looks at her and inclines his head, a sign of respect despite the underlying unease. You too, demoness, he says, his voice firm but not unkind. You have aided our village, and we will extend our hospitality to you as well. The crowd begins to disperse, murmuring among themselves some faces still wearing expressions of disbelief and awe. As they follow Sarah to the healer's quarters, the village elder's eyes linger on Cypher, a thoughtful expression on his face. There is something more he wishes to discuss, but for now he allows them the respite they so desperately need. Once I have had a meal and a bath, I seek the healer who is tending to Bogart. I see he has been bathed and bandaged. No easy feat with the hellhound. His head lies in Sarah's lap, and she brushes his coarse hair. Bogart perks up as I approach, but does not move from his comfortable position. I see the village elder sitting at a desk in the corner of the room, reviewing the papers and artifacts I discovered in the cave. Relieved that Bogart is all right, I move to the elder and pull over a chair to sit across from him. Thank you again for your hospitality. I feel much better, I say, and the elder notices me for the first time and jumps slightly, obviously tense despite the immediate danger of the hermit no longer hanging over the village. What is it? I ask. The elder's face shows a mixture of concern and curiosity as he looks up at Cypher, his eyes lingering on the paper and artifacts scattered across the desk. He takes a deep breath, collecting his thoughts before speaking. You have done a great service for our village, Cypher, and we are eternally grateful. But... There is something about these artifacts that troubles me, he begins, his voice filled with gravity. They bear the symbols and writings of an ancient cult that once thrived in the city of Valeria, a place far from here. This hermit, whoever he was, had tapped into something dark and powerful, something that extends far beyond our village's borders. He leans back in his chair his eyes clouded with uncertainty. 
I cannot decipher all the writings, but there is a mention of a prophecy, a ritual that involves the merging of realms, the opening of gates that should remain closed. He pauses, letting the weight of his words sink in before looking directly into Cypher's eyes. I fear that what you have uncovered here is just the beginning. There are forces at play that we cannot fully understand. And I believe that you, with your unique abilities and connection to both this world and the demonic realm, you are the one meant to unravel this mystery. He reaches out and places a gentle hand on Cypher's arm, his eyes imploring, Will you journey to Valeria and uncover the truth behind these ominous signs? The city is vast, filled with knowledge, secrets, and dangers. But I believe that the answers you seek, and perhaps the key to preventing a great calamity, lie within its walls. The room falls into silence as the elder awaits Cypher's response, his eyes filled with both hope and fear. I consider for a moment, unsure of how to respond. This is not my responsibility, but also neither was saving this village. I feel the embers of my true purpose, my rage, bubble in my chest, but I press it deep down inside myself, unwilling to subject myself to the memories of my past before I was betrayed and cursed by the one I loved the most. I do not think I am the person for this job, I respond, and watch the elder deflate. But, I continue, I was planning on heading in the direction of Valeria anyway, and I'm happy to deliver the message to someone who can properly use this knowledge. The elder's face shows a mixture of relief and disappointment. I understand your hesitance, Cypher. After all you've done for this village, it's not our place to demand more of you. But it's not just the message that's important. It's your unique perspective and abilities. Your connection to the unseen world might be what's needed to truly uncover the mystery and navigate the shadows of Valeria. But if you're not willing to lead the investigation, at least be present. You may find answers to your own questions there. There's a pause, both weighing the gravity of the situation. There's a pause both weighing the gravity of the situation. The elder finally breaks the silence. Before you leave, please come by my residence. There's something I'd like to give you, a token of appreciation from our village. The elder then stands up, gathering the papers into a neat pile. He extends a hand to Cypher, a gesture of gratitude and respect. Whatever path you choose, know that our village is forever in your debt. From a distance, Estri observes the exchange. She had been quiet since their returning, knowing this was a moment for Cypher to decide. She approaches him, her crimson eyes reflecting the lantern light. Valeria is not just any city. If legends are true, it's a nexus of power, ancient knowledge, and deep secrets. Might be worth the detour, even if it's just to... Drop a message, she says with a smirk. Who said you were invited, I ask. Estri's smirk widens into a grin, her eyes glinting mischievously. Why, Cypher, I assumed our thrilling adventure had bonded us. But if you must be so formal, 
consider it a request. I've been intrigued by Valeria for quite some time. Besides, I owe you for saving me from a rather dull fate. A demoness has her pride, after all. Her expression turns more serious, and she places a gentle hand on your arm. I've seen your darkness, your pain. I can feel it. Valeria might hold answers for both of us. Please, won't you let me accompany you? Her touch is both warm and chilling, reminding you of the complex nature of the demoness. The sincerity in her voice is surprising, making you consider her proposal more seriously. Think it over, Shadow Walker, she adds softly, her nickname for you resonating with the mysterious aura that always seems to surround you. You might find my company more useful than you think. With that, she turns away, leaving you with a decision that could shape the next chapter of your journey. The path to Valeria, a city of enigmas, awaits, and you sense that this will not be a simple errand. The echoes of a forgotten past and the pull of an uncertain future beckon, and you realize that the choices you make now could lead you down a road of discovery, but also danger. Tension grips my chest at the warmth left by the touch, and I grimace. She's up to something, I think to myself. I walk over to Bogart and sit beside him while the healer leaves us. I absently pet Bogart's back and reach out to him through our bond. The hellhound is more attuned to the world than I, to fate. I'm surprised by his resoluteness, a demand even. Estri must accompany us. My initial reaction is to reject the notion, so forceful is it, but I detach the decision from my pride. Bogart has never led me wrong. I must trust his judgment. You better be right about this. I say, and Bogart licks my hand and lays his head down back to rest. I leave him to rest, off to ask for Estri's company, and to the Elder's home to receive the mysterious gift from him before I begin to prepare for the journey to Valeria. I find Estri immediately, sensing her before I see her. I turn around and look upward to find her sitting elegant as an oiled blade. Her legs are crossed, and she casually picks something from her nail. Bogart has demanded you join us, I say reluctantly, unwilling to take any responsibility for this poor choice. Estri's eyes widen in surprise at your words, and then she bursts into laughter, her voice like tinkling bells. The hellhound has spoken, has he? She teases, hopping down from her perch. Her sly grin returns as she approaches you, her eyes fixed on yours. Very well, the Shadow Walker. I shall honor Bogart's demands. She places her hand over her heart, a mock bow full of playful arrogance. You won't regret this. I promise. Her words hang in the air as you turn to leave, a mixture of intrigue and caution settling within you. You can't shake the feeling that Estri's presence will add an unforeseen complexity to your journey, but you trust Bogart's instincts. You make your way to the Elder's home, a modest building with an air of wisdom and history. As you push open the creaky door, the elder looks up from a cluttered table, his eyes twinkling with anticipation. Ah, Cypher, there you are, he says, his voice warm and welcoming. I have something special for you. A gift, if you will. But first, tell me, what drives you? 
What fuels the shadows that dance around you? What brought you here? His eyes bore into yours, as if trying to unravel the very essence of your being. My guts writhe at the innocent request. How could he know? How could he understand? Redemption, I respond vaguely, but in my heart the word revenge rings truer. The elder's eyes narrow, studying you for a moment, but he doesn't press further. He seems to sense the undercurrents of your response, recognizing that there's more to your story than you're willing to share. Redemption, he repeats, his voice soft and contemplative. A noble pursuit indeed. He turns and reaches into an old wooden chest, his hands carefully searching through its contents. The room is filled with the scent of aged leather and dried herbs, and you can't help but feel a sense of history and knowledge surrounding you. Finally, the elder's hand emerges, holding a small, intricately carved box. He places it on the table before you and opens the lid, revealing a pendant. It's unlike anything you've ever seen, a dark gemstone set in a delicate silver setting, with shadowy wisps that seem to dance within it. This, the elder says, his voice filled with reverence, is the Shadow Stone, a relic of ancient times, said to enhance the abilities of those who walk the path of the shadows. I believe it will serve you well on your journey. He hands you the pendant, and you feel a strange connection to it, as if it resonates with something deep inside of you. Now, the elder continues, his eyes twinkling once again, are you prepared to depart for Valeria? Time is of the essence, and the road ahead is long and fraught with danger. As you ponder his question, you can't help but feel that your journey has only begun. The mysteries of the hermit, the sudden companionship of Estri, and the gift of the Shadowstone all weave together, hinting at a greater destiny that awaits you in the sprawling city of Valeria. The elder's words ring in your ears and you realize that your path is no longer your own to choose. Fate, it seems, has other plans for you. Thank you for this gracious gift. I draw the pendant around my neck and stuff it down my shirt. I feel the cold shadow stone prickle my skin with a cautious energy, as if trying to test the heat of a stove with one's hand. Yes, we must be on our way. You take care, elder. I raise a hand to him an invitation to link hands with forearms in the universal sign of companionship. Instead, the elder steps forward and wraps his arms tightly around my body. The embrace catches you off guard, but you soon realize the sincerity and warmth behind it. The elder's grip is surprisingly strong for his age, and you feel a connection of gratitude and mutual respect. May the shadows guide you, Cypher, he whispers in your ear, his voice filled with emotion. And may you find what you seek in Valeria. He releases you, and his eyes glisten with unshed tears. You see in them a mixture of hope, worry, and something else. A knowing look, as if he sees something in you that even you have not yet to fully understand. You have done a great service to our village, he says, stepping back, and I have a feeling that your journey is far from over. Go now with our blessings and may the winds be at your back. You leave the elder's home, feeling a weight lifted from your shoulder, and a newfound purpose in your heart. Estri awaits you outside, 
her eyes sharp and inquisitive, and Bogart stirs from his rest, ready to embark on this new adventure. Together, the three of you set out on the road to Valeria, the city of secrets and intrigue, each step leading you further into the unknown. The past and its pain begin to fade into the distance as the future and its possibilities beckon you forward. As you walk, the shadows seem to dance around you, and the shadow stone's cold touch reminds you of the power and the mystery that now rests within your grasp. The road ahead is filled with uncertainty and danger, but you're no longer alone, and you're no longer adrift. You have a path, a purpose, and a destination. And so the next chapter of your story begins. Hey, chatters, I hope you've been enjoying our foray into a more creative approach to using ChatGPT. As my dungeon master in the Chronicles of Cypher and Bogart, this ends the arc, the first arc, our kind of prologue introduction to the story. And for now on A Chat with ChatGPT, we're going to take a little bit of a break from this type of storytelling. But don't worry, it's going to come back. We will probably spin out its own podcast called, we're thinking, Chat D&D. So, you know, keep an eye out for that and there will be much, much more to come. We just want to spend some time actually plotting out the story a bit uh, and adding some fun new characters, including some special guests. So for the for the next little while, we're going to go back sort of to the, the normal chat with ChatGPT type of idea. But soon, soon, soon we'll be releasing this this other podcast for you all. So thank you for listening as always, and we'll see you next week. What a fascinating conversation. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Chat with ChatGPT, a production of Synaptic Labs. Please give us a rating to let us know how we're doing. Learn more about accessible and equitable AI technology on our website, synapticlabs.ai, and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Synaptic Labs. See you next time. <laughs>